0: Welcome to the second season of the Mastering the Mind podcast, where we will now be exploring the exciting and fast-growing world of esports. We will be interviewing a variety of professional esports players, coaches, and stakeholders in order to better understand the psychological demands of competing at the elite level and the important role the mind plays in esports performance. Today, we welcome Alejandro Alguacil to the podcast. Alejandro is a professional eFootball player for FC Bayern eSports.
1: Alejandro also previously represented eSports teams and organizations such as FC Barcelona, Arctic Gaming and the Grow Up Gaming. Some of Alejandro's accomplishments include being the eFootball 2020 champion, eFootball Pro Cup 3v3 world champion and 1v1 vice world champions in 2018. EU champion in 2016 and Spanish
2: champions in 2015. So let's welcome Alejandro to the podcast. Hey nice to meet you. How are it's, you? I'm fine, fine. Just a little bit overwhelmed. A bit. I have a tough day today, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, sorry for the bit of, a bit late, but uh, uh, there's
0: no problem. You had a busy day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not, not usually at all, but. Uh, yeah but it's it's great now we have to come to chill to talk about exactly. the things that we really like it, so it will be great it's gonna be great
0: yeah not too much effort involved this like you said we're talking about things that we love and that we're passionate yeah. about so it's a chill one yeah so are you in madrid now then you're based in madrid in granada in the south ah, granada. okay okay, okay, yeah. granada. okay my
1: uh my uncle is down there i uh yeah he, he had a season ticket granada oh really yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. it was uh it was the season where they beat barcelona so i remember him telling me a lot about that um <laughs> but yeah no it's a, it's a nice area yeah. in, in terms of like uh how, how's your week been how's like training at the moment and things like that
2: yeah i've been traveling the lot the last weeks and then we came back on tuesday to make back to the training session and stuff, prepare and to channel again to be streaming next week for next week and uh uh, also working on different kind of projects opposite the, my career as a player so yeah also with the university so I'm trying to handle everything at the same moment because I ha- we are no hurry for, for, for having the next competition soon so I can manage to make different kind of stuff because then when we have our official competition I can just be focused on that so it's time to make more stuff. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. yeah.
1: Okay um, well a great place we love to start podcasts and uh, we always start like this with every guest um and for the listeners to get to know a bit more about you is talk us through sort of your journey to date to where we are now so do you prefer alex or alejandro
2: alex is, is better
1: alex alex uh who is alex
2: <laughs> uh we're recording it's fine yes yeah, yeah, we're oh, sorry. we're rolling alex is a simple person from a small town here in the South Spring which is a f- super fan of football from always and always was looking to be a professional footballer but the video games was in between that goal and myself and I started to play quite late video games and I found was the way to not to be worried about my problems at the school uh, with things that happen when you are as a kid and uh, I found out at my place and I found out then competition and uh, official structure of my video game, ProVolute and Soccer it back in the days, to be following national tournaments, then European tournaments and world tournaments, and uh, until now, no, which is I'm living my dream. No, it's living by my hobby, my video game, and uh, so happy to be representing FC Baia, and How oh, everything changed. You know? Esports made the Alex Alwati who is right now, and I'm, so pumped to to say things like
0: that yeah yeah ollie and i are are passionate gamers as well so like we're really excited just sort of to bounce off what you just said there. it's it's our first sort of podcast interviewing an esports player so this is like so much fun uh we're really gonna have a good time um but like you said we game uh as well to sort of escape reality escape the daily life problems (laughs) or the stresses but um But yeah, um, so how long have you been competing then, would you say? I'm going to
2: make 10 years next January. It's been a long way. I started quite soon, but considering how things are going so fast lately, uh, it's quite late. No, We are seeing now kids from 10, 12 years old which their, their dreams are to be professional gamers and I, it wasn't my dream at all. I was just playing video game games and they gave me the chance to fly, to travel around, to visit different kind of countries to meet people that really love the same hobby as me and it wasn't the goal for me at all. There wasn't back in time in high to be really focused on the money or, or, or something like. So everything has changed a lot. Obviously now it could be your professional or your full-time profession. I understand why kids start so early, you know. And obviously, as soon as you start, you'll be more talented than than my 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 dad playing. So, uh, yeah, it was about that, no. And I'm so proud what uh, esports especially have uh, teach me with back in the time. yeah. Mm.
1: Back then, like ten years ago, what what were you sort of playing on? What what games were you playing and things like that?
2: And that uh, kind of years, I was playing everything, you know, yeah, Assassin's yeah. Fury, Call of Duty, a, any adventure game. Uh, obviously, I, I really, because I really love the sport things. Uh, so I was more common to play simulation games, uh, Formula One, World Ride yeah. Championship, football, uh, Stroud and Soccer, NBA as well. But, uh, yeah, you know when you are a kid, you 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 always have time just for play video games. You don't care about anything else, no? So yeah. now, with the past of the time you are you realize things things change. Uh, you have more things to be worried about. so but at the end, it's it's, it's all about this some type some epoch, I could say in your life that everything changed. When you're a kid, you don't care just about games or have fun. And that's the best years in our life, I would say.
1: Oh, 100%. I miss it so much. Like, now I have to schedule in at some point during the week, but at least one or two, like, full gaming sessions because I
2: <laughs> and have now to say, be like- you, you do not You don't find time to play games. It's like, I want to, you know, to pass the full Assassin's Creed or something. Like, it's like, you can't. You, know, you, you can't find time. It's happening also to me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, man, it's, uh, it's good to talk about that. You know, like, um, back then, did you always know that you were sort of ahead of the curve and better than your friends and things
2: like that? Yeah, the funny thing is, I think we all start same like that because even if you have all the brother, all the cousins, so even you realize the chance to play some mini tournaments in your place where you live or something like but we all start beating your, your brothers, your cousins, uh, it's, it's the first way to really see you are good enough and something. <laughs> no, then you try online and different kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, the first year was so fun. We create, we went to different kind of houses of friends. We put some money on the table, some pizza and stuff, and we passed the whole day playing our other video games. And what's the best to do? No, that's our that's my start. And obviously, I'm so happy because that was maybe the, the best year. Or something because then obviously everything changed when you have to be more professional you have your structure you have to train because your goal is to be one of the best of the world so there's no limits to train we are going to talk later about that but yeah it's about that no to have fun is, is, is everything no you can be focused on something that you can really have fun doing that
0: mm. just out of interest how big would you say is esports in sort of spain itself like in the country how big is it compared to I- other countries would you say
2: it's been great. I know maybe France, Spain, England could be also are the ones who are growing up a lot with the past years. Uh, and I was, I'm so pumped for, for that because, uh, you know, always um, looking to to be involved in this, in this thing after my esports career as a player. So it's so great. Uh, obviously, we haven't already the condition that any sport athlete could have at the moment in Spain, but we are going to, to have it with the past of the times. And uh, it's so crazy how how everything changing with just one year in, in esports. You know everything's so fast. New teams, new class, new competition, new players appearing everywhere. And it's so cool. It's so cool. It's just a lovely place and the discipline which brings you esports is so cool for the kids and to be really focused on for the future. Yeah,
1: definitely. How have you found the growth in esports? Like, is it is it quite overwhelming? Like how rapidly it's growing? Have you felt that? Um, or was it like quite gradual to where it is now?
2: I could say with the COVID times, when you could have more time to think about everything around you, you realize that maybe it's like, wow, you see, it's the only moment I could really think about how was going on in the environment around my building, on my skin. And you saw kids so young being so fast. They have some speed in moving the controller, that maybe you really haven't had in the past. And maybe because you started so late, no? This is also same at any sport, no? If you start being so, so, so young, you will take advantage, you know, with the past of the time. So also the same with video games. So, uh, you know, you have to be rolling up, being in focus to be the best year by year. It's tough, but what it, it is what it is, no? We live by results. So if you stop to win or, to, or you stop to be on top, people will be scared at the beginning about where is Alex. And then with no much time, they will forget about you. But this is life, no? I mean, it's happening yeah. with sports athletes. And why not? Even if esport is even faster than a normal life in sports. No, yeah,
0: Definitely. So when would you say, let's say, taking it back from the start, when would you say that you knew that this would be a potential career path for you? as in eFootball? When did you really notice, okay, this is a potential right now. I can actually make a career out of this. When would you say?
2: All right. So yeah, uh, we could say from 2010, we are having in, in Pro and Soccer, the World Championship and Professional Structure managed by Konami, the publisher. Um, but it is after 2018 when I become world champion and then Konami really invest a lot to put in a pro league, uh, a competition which is based as, uh, for example, the same way as an NBA, where football clubs around Europe contract players to represent them in this competition. So then you will have because that a professional contract. So everything changed. I become world champ, and then I moved to Barcelona to play for FC Barcelona, having a pro contract. And uh, I decided the year before to be world champ to be to stop the university because I have no time to be on top. You you need to be really. Focus at all during the whole year and everything changed. No, but uh, you know, you, you need to see at the end uh, the process. No, obviously, the money is important no? because uh, you are giving many, many, many hours during the day for something that at the end, with the pass of the time, it started as a hobby. But if you want to have it as a professional career doing that, you need at least some contrast, some regularity. Because back in the days, I was living by results, by the prices. And that's so tough because you have, it is super irregular to live by that. But it was early days for me, it was so generally in my parents' house and everything was easier for me. But then with the contrast, everything changed and moving to Barcelona, And then I'm now with, with buyer from home because COVID. And, but you know, you could be really chill, training hard because, you know, after, the, you know, if I have every job, you will have some salary, your salary at the end of the month. And, you know, it's crazy for people that will have it at home, but it's not normally that in eSports. So you're playing video games. So when you're used to play for nothing, when you have it, it's like, damn, this is so crazy.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So obviously you mentioned that um, it being a hobby to start with. Do you still see it as your hobby or is it developed into like, I've got to go to work or like, this is my job? Or do you still have that love? That he did when
2: he was uh, younger. Yeah, it, it happens sometimes. Sometimes it's tough to train, no? because uh, when you are working to be the best in the world, there is no limits. When there is no limits, it's like you have to train as much as you can. You have to eat, sleep, train, repeat about the video game. You keep thinking about the bidding, about which chance you will try in the next training session, which formation you're going to use for for bid with, with with a specific opponent or something like. So my mind is is working like that every day. So. Obviously, when you're doing like that for a few years, it's fine. But when you are playing for nine, 10 years, as I'm doing right now, sometimes it's tough, you know, because things are, I'm growing, you know, I pass it from being a kid and uh, now to be, you know, a man, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, sometimes it's difficult to deal with and uh, to have a really clear vision or where you are, where you're going. Also, some years, this is competition, you the bad result could suffer you. Uh, not to be so consistent mentally which is so important to be in a sport so strong mentally but you can't be 100 percent during th- that much time so it's really important to have someone next to you really make you believe when you have to stop when you have to take one month off when you have to take some good decision to make you free a little bit and then come back stronger to train harder yeah. so you need to be surrounded around behind good people because not you know it's stuff as same as every athlete in, in football you, you can do this by yourself 100 yeah. mm-hmm.
1: so whilst we're on this topic obviously we're gonna get into your esport more more in depth in a sec but whilst we're on this topic i just wanted to talk to you about it um how do you sort of switch off from your gaming like do you go on to another game i know that me and john ourselves like we just hop on hop on and play loads of different games um for you how do you switch off? do you just switch up completely from gaming and like go and do something else or do you like hop on another game how do you do that
2: i see myself every video game every title is a different sport so i don't see people okay. moving in sport from moto gp to formula one or from football no, yeah to i'm basketball. just talking
1: about like you just go and play for fun on a different game, you know. What I mean? It is
2: true, but when, when I was a kid, I, I used to play many, many different kind of games. I, I used to play different kind of low competition in my region or around Spain or something like on this kind of gaming fest or something like. Yeah, and yeah. even I used to won by because when you are a kid and you are talent because you play a lot of hours to different kind of games, everything is so easy for you. But to be really on top or this kind of title or sport title, where there is a uh, huge, much money involved, many more viewers. It's a big e I could say. You have to be 100% focused. You, know? you can you can be dealing with both games, something like. And the most important thing in e-sports is le- the long career. or le- During all the years that you're playing a lot. So because, for example, in, in my in pro soccer circuit now, in football, we use tricks that we, we used to do like five, six years ago. We are doing it now. So if you have not that experience, to how was the game in the past for use these tricks for the future? You have no not many resources to be one of the best on top. So you need time. So you can't reach a new game and be one of the best just yes, because you are talented. You need time. So everyone needs talent. Obviously, there is some special stars and different kinds of games could be one of the best, but be the best of the world, that's, that's something different. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was briefly working last year with a with a fifa player and it was around this period and um, he was telling me that this period especially when the new game comes out is quite a you know quite a busy period for players because this is when the meta is trying to be figured out by the players like the the style etc and talk us more through that when like a new game when the new game comes out every year what is that period kind of like for for like a typical esports
2: player you know like a if it, no, it is this kind of period that you you lose your friends your girlfriend and stuff <laughs> you have to be just focused on the game because it's like some stress that you you receive from the game that you want to dominate everything about the new meta or the, the new gameplay and it's like it's like you can't start to play it's like because then at the game at the, with the pass of the time it's like you it's more chill around where you have not to invest uh, the same kind of hours at the beginning no but the beginning is like to play 10 12 hours whatever you can then, when you reach the level, you can decrease or at least your, your time playing by day, day by day, because then you will not lose the, the skill and stuff. So, it's always that goal, not train a lot at the beginning and then try to chill a little, a little bit more and then focus again and try to try hard more when you have a coming competition. Yeah.
1: yeah. When the game comes out, how long is it usually till the first competition? So, how long is that time frame to figure it out?
2: Uh, with the past we used to have many kind of different competition. Now we are main focus in our main one. It, it's called Football Pro, which uh, I'm which playing for an FC Bayer. So it will open on January or something. Okay. So we will have a few months to really work on, and that's make us really easier way. Because back in the days when you have uh, when the, this competition doesn't exist, you have to qualify through qualifiers and stuff. So this competition rolling on from the beginning. You no, know? so now you have your spot in that main competition makes your uh, life easier at the beginning, but at the end, you have to be on top. You have to dominate in their online rankings, trying to train with the best opponent po- as, as possible and try to find out some keys to not to show until the start of the competition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's quite common for like uh, a lot of the players to do a lot of content creation around the meta and things like that. Um, so you keep a lot of things to yourself
2: uh, a... Yeah, that's a point. No? Normally, obviously, it's so common by now nowadays to, to stream or to, to make YouTube or something like. But the same, I mean, if you are football fans, you know tactics and how you so, play, how you think about someone just seeing you for a few hours on Twitch, they know you. So they, they will know how to stop you. So when you have to face a competition, you need to hide the, the, your formation, your, your stealth play, your set pieces everything no so mm. that's a, th- a thing that maybe nowadays you will see many many good players streaming now because it's the, the release of the game all the pump your, your new creation the team and stuff but then when everything will come to the best moment of the year with the high competition nobody will stream because mm. no oh. normally you have to hide yeah. that info no yeah I
0: th- You've described a lot of similarities between sort of esports and traditional sports. But one nuance I find is very interesting is like what we were talking about. It's like you're sort of learning how to play the game again from zero every year. I guess it's not from zero, but it's like, I don't know, maybe 50 or 60 percent, you know. So, yeah, you really have to learn the game. And you see that in other games as well. In LOL, for example, they have so many updates and they uh, so many patches and yeah buffs um i just find that really interesting it must be so difficult as a player to really keep this fast pace keep everything on it and yeah i just find it interesting
2: yeah because for sure when you are playing you have a kind of style which suits better for you and mm. normally it is when you usually learned to really play the your first video game at all for example for me it was the best 13 and 14 it was my base of, of of style and i was growing up to try to fixing some things to really adapt to the new game. but what I say, normally how is going on between the game, they are usually switching the game with patch and DLC after three, four months. so the meta change a little bit. maybe some time a little bit slower. maybe your chips is not working really well. the cross is not working at, at the beginning and maybe you are so pro doing crosses and now you can't. You have to find out something different to be again uh, OP players, and it's like it's like tough. Normally, we used to be so mad with with the publisher because they used to change a little bit, like one month before the World Cup or something like so that. That really uh, pissed you off because it's like you're training the whole year, and then maybe they switch something minimal, but for you, it's so huge. And uh, yeah. but it's happening. It's tough, but we have to deal with that. They are. We have to understand that they are doing game, games for for the fans, not for the pro players. Because if they if they make a gameplay for the pro players, it will be completely different than the ones we are having. I'm talking about both uh, uh, football simulators at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. What do you th- what what would be different? Would you say
2: the game is not really made at all to have the best players matching the the rest. I mean, back in the days, talking about PlayStation 3, especially. The games were made where if you are if I'm better than you, I'm gonna beat you 10 by 10 times. Mm-hmm. And nowadays it's a percent that you could lose your game, even if I'm better than you. Or maybe you're having chances to beat me, being so low player in, compared with me. And this is the decision that they took with their games. They are made, mainly are focused for, for the fans mm-hmm. or the casual players. I could say, uh, well, but we are always trying to to accept it and try to work on. And um, the skill gap back in the days have been decreased with the past of the time. Interesting. Yeah,
0: is, is there that scripting? Is that, is that a sort of part of it? Do you think that's a thing?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh. It, it, it Depends, depends the, day, the game. Yeah, they call it by different kind of names, no? But, yeah, it is, it is something around that, yeah. When you <laughs> lose
1: it, when you lose it, scripts scripting, but when you win yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's all
2: skill-based. Yeah. It's not an excuse to use it at the end, but it's something that is real
1: yeah yeah no, 100% but we we talked about a lot of um things that you know esports players have to deal with um what are some key mental qualities you think a professional efootball player needs to be successful you know like psychological qualities what do you think they need um if they want to be successful
2: uh they has to even it is more initially it's more important to have clear ideas by yourself in your personal life to be really focused on that and not to have any other things around surrounding your mind. And then to be so strong mentally, because this is all about to be consistent. It's all about to lose and then come back and defeat and defeat that player the next day. It's all about that. You will face these kind of opponents on online many, many times, and then you will find them in the big tournament. So uh, it's not easy to deal to play eight, 10 hours, even maybe when you are not dealing so well with the game because you haven't reached the best level at the moment. Or because, you you know, it's it tough sometimes. Uh, normally, we are training hard for, for be the best. We are not training just to be good players. So you have to be really consistent in terms of push hard to find out some extra things that no one else see uh, in the game normally. So mm-hmm. uh, it's so important to, to, to work with someone next to you. Even just two eyes next to you that we have seen in many different kinds of esports club, having a coach next to you, seeing all your training sessions is so important because you could see you could re- see your replays and stuff like that. But two eyes next to you are so necessary. And then we could talk about a coach, mental coach, uh, personal trainer because I could I think personally to be quite fit will make you e- smoother in terms of not to be so worried i was not to be so tired with the past of the day to have a healthy life and stuff but yeah something like that mm-hmm.
0: so, i really like the point you made about sort of focus on yourself as the person as well so out, yourself outside of sort of esports and sort of gaming i think this is something we promote a lot is sort of developing yourself outside of esports so then you know when it comes to that competition there, when it comes to gaming you're at 100 percent. you know whatever happens in that in the result of the game you don't have to bring it back home because you know you've developed your sort of identity outside of esports so Mm -hmm. it's really interesting that you kind of bring that up and I I think it's it's something that you know definitely in traditional sports and in esports that could be more promoted I think uh, in in teams and stuff like that so um, it's really interesting
2: yeah you you think about if you want to join the professional thing, people has to understand that this is so cool same if you want to be a content creator or YouTuber, but you have to risk many times. And that means risk, hang out with friends many, many times, maybe some travel with the family and stuff like that. But if you want something like the same as every athlete risk in his life, they have to be 100% dedicated. That Obviously, if you say that to parents at the, at the school or something like that, they will be, get mad. It's like, what are you saying? You're killing me or something like that but this is the way i mean we are reaching levels of be so professional in the game as you say outside the game in your habits in your hours sleeping in on time um you know etc cetera, etc cetera. i mean these things that maybe not all the players understand at all mm-hmm. so.
1: Whilst we're on this topic, I, do, I want to touch on this as well. Like this is quite common in traditional sports. You know, we understand how they prepare for competition, how to put themselves in that optimal state to perform at their best. I know in football, it's like about smashing the pasta like before a game and things like that. What's quite uncommon is knowing like how esports players prepare for, for competition. So how do you best prepare and how do you get yourself in that optimal state to to compete at your very best? Talk us through like your routine, maybe from the night before to right before competition. What does that look like?
2: All right, so it, the, the, all the job is this is like when you're in the football team or something, like It's cool, no? If you have your job done before fly there to the tournament, you know if you are capable to win, to pass the exam or not, okay. no? So this is totally the same. So when we train, we used to always find out pro players so you to train, uh, and to really reach the, that 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 make them to push you until the limit. So especially when you arrive, at this kind of different of game of gamers. When you play a tournament, I uh, used to play different kind of mentalities. No, the ones who play twenty four hours the day before the tournament because if not, they they are nervous or they feel they are not ready at all, uh, or the ones as me that just Need to play just yes, maybe one two games to just to 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 you know to to lose the little bit anxiety that you could have the day before or something like. Um, but you you are learn you learn with the pass of the time. I used to be so nervous with the pass of the time. Now you control all the nerves uh, because you are used to be in front of the camera and in front of the, the main stages. No, uh, I I remember back in the time I used to make a run the day before just yes, to. To, be, to reach so tired at the night to be able to, okay. to sleep well. Uh, always find out how to sleep well, because you are nervous, then you don't want to be a little bit tired because you haven't had a, a good sleep, because then normally back in the days, uh, even now, I could say, the tournament was, used to be during the whole day, you know, so it's tough to reach your main focus at 11 a.m. Uh, and also the, at 7 p.m. or something like. So this is so important, and... Uh, but yes, it's also around experience. You need experience. So it's easy by that, no? When you have been playing many, many years, I have tried different kind of stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> from, you know, from Monster Energy, these kinds of energy drinks <laughs> and stuff like that. And at the end, coffee and stuff like that. And then the simple thing that makes Joe exercise the day before, sleep well, um, maybe just a coffee or something like that. It's working much better maybe than than this created new stuff that is coming. But I also use it, but normally for, for the days uh training at home or something like which is more uh you know more stress than normally yeah mm-hmm. okay
1: yeah. So, so so you sort of touched there on caffeine and you know uh, energy drinks and coffee so 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 what are you doing now in terms of that and also nutrition um like what are you eating before for, before competition or even training
2: uh, you know we, we used or to be so training. so maniacs no in terms like uh, I remember some last year we, we were doing so bad performance during the, during the tournament, and I remember to say to, the, to my teammates, you know what, I will eat donuts, I will eat whatever I want, so I don't care. So it's like, I want, I want to, how to say, to, to make a to, gift to my mind, to, to be happy just for a moment, just to see if with this tick... I will you know be better you know sometimes you, you just switch things normally but at the end you you want always normal food i this i'm this kind of player that i, I love to eat because normally some others with with the nerves don't prefer to eat and then when you are having that 10-hour tournament or something like they used to need something because they are quite tired because of that so having a normal stuff, not to have a really crazy foods for not to be worried about my stomach or something like at the end but normal stuff no not to be worried you have to do the same habits as you are doing at home basically Mm -hmm.
0: that's how i cope with my nerves and stress is eat (laughs) it's not a healthy coping coping mechanism but yeah um Tell us more about sort of those competition days, because you mentioned they can last up to like the whole day, right? So it, it mm-hmm. must be difficult, like you said, to, to focus in those different time periods during the day. So and that is probably dependent on the results as well. So the, exactly. the better you play, the further down you're going to, you know, so the, the toll on your mind must be a lot. So how do you sort of manage this as a player?
2: Yeah, it's cool. like you have to find the way to reach the 100% focus, but just for maybe half an hour. And then like disconnect a little bit your brain mm-hmm. and then have the, enough stamina to connect it again afterward when you have to play again. So it's tough. It depends uh, on people. People maybe who are much nerve in terms of is more, how to say, I don't know. And people ask as me, which is so calm. Normally I used to be did like Richard, you know, every time. Uh, but, but nowadays, I, I could say this is the best format at all, because now with this if we were pro competition, we are just waiting the whole day for play just one game, because we are playing this competition in a, in a format by teams. And it's so tough being the whole day just waiting for play one game. And one mm. game for people at home, I could say, is just 20 minutes. So it's like um, because you want to train, but you don't want to the warm up before. Uh, what do you do is difficult to deal with. You want to eat three four hours before not closer to your game or what to do but you prefer to see the other games that they are playing live stream or something like And uh, yeah sometimes sometimes stuff sometimes stuff but you know the music uh some kind of motivation some kinds i'm a bit of obsessed with this kind of exercise to be this kind of activation movement for your body to be okay. really, really to be really wake woke up because uh, awake sorry because you know it's sometimes when you sit in your chair and you pass the whole day it's like your brain your muscle everything start to be so calm 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 and, can, and then when you want to give them the ecstasies you can reach it because they are not active at all so i'm trying to always um, but I, i'm saying this kind of stuff after a lot of years you know my yeah, first yeah, year i was horrible i was like 20 kilos more than my than i am right now no habits it was yeah. totally just play 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 but you know and you reach that you can handle this lifestyle for the time if you want to keep here no and that's exactly. why i made the, the, the switch, the, the switch. Yeah.
0: yeah it's longevity so that allowed you to keep being you know at the top level that sort of switch that you just described there i, I guess yeah
2: it's the same as, uh, as i was telling at the beginning when yeah. you just care about the game everything is fine not, you don't care about go to sleep at 3am work up at 12 uh it's it is put as something like and then you realize you have to take about you your image be happy with yourself this is so important it's something so that maybe don't people mention at all but when you're happy with yourself you reach different kind of level that even you yourself didn't know before and understand. that's 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 important
1: oh, understand. it's so good that you're sharing this Like any young you know, esports players are listening to this, yeah, to focus on yourself and, and, and the fitness as well. I feel like that's you know imperative to being successful, so it's good that you're sharing that. Um, but you you touched on then, um, you mentioned earlier about um, you'll never see um, esports players showing their tactics or streaming or anything like that. No content creation will happen,
2: no, they yeah. did, but they tried to hide the months before um, the tournament, or yeah, yeah, like- that's
1: what that's what I'm saying, so. When you go to these competitions, in terms of like analyzing your opponents, obviously you've not seen them the couple of months leading up to it. What their styles like? Talk us through like how you analyze your opponent's uh, game style, or do you have analysts doing that uh, part of buying? Like, what's the process, or do you sort of just switch off and go into the game? Like, what does that look like?
2: I will say this is like like life. If you see yourself coming so strong, maybe you don't need at all to to set up your formation to stop your opponent. If you've seen okay. yourself coming so strong, just to analyze a little bit, like how they make the seat pieces, the corner or something like, and it's enough. Obviously, if you are not coming sharper for the tournament, you need to realize how to stop every opponent. No, uh, yeah. Nowadays, it's so important to to, to catch replays when your opponent to analyze. We used to have a coach uh, know, during our season in FC Bayer. And it's so important to, to, you know, to analyze opponent's game, our games, um, fix mistakes, uh, whatever is necessary. And it's so close to real life. Um, You know, at the end, I I say to the people, this is football, but just virtual football. So everything is saying it's a simulator. Formation is like the 30 or 40% of every game. So the ones who really have the best formation have a huge advantage on their opponent. Then, obviously, mentally, you know, it's the step to be on top or, or not, no, but yeah mm. it is something like that okay. mm-hmm.
0: i love what you mentioned there about trusting your yourself and your sort of abilities if you know that you've trained hard and that you've got your formation set then why should i care about the opponent i think that's such a really like good mentality to approach competition i think
2: but, but it's, it's quite difficult to reach that point of it confidence is. you know you, you know. need to be so strong during the online sessions or something like to reach that point because if not, you are lying to yourself. You know what I mean. And people doesn't want to reach that point. But yeah, if you reach that position mentally to be so strong on that, you have a lot of stuff win. Just with starting with that. Yeah. Mm.
1: Go
0: on. I was just gonna say, I think, but that mentality is a is something like you said, very difficult to acquire. But a, a lot of players, even in traditional sports, a lot of athletes struggle to reach that. So yeah. I just wanted to say, like. Props to you for having developed that. Um, well done.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know, though, like when you, so you compared it to actual football, you know, but it's just e-football. Um, sometimes a lot a lot of managers are maybe, um, they'll analyse a team and then uh, put a formation out that will combat that, right? I know that that isn't your style, but is there any, do people use that style in, in, in e-football?
2: You mean if, if most of the people use the same style, something like?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, let's say someone analyzed your style and then, sc- like, uh, join a competition and then quickly uh, change their formation to combat you. Are, are there any e- eSports teams that do that or is that very much not a thing?
2: Um, and not just about the eSports teams. I mean, players. I mean, basically, if you see, who's the world champ? He's playing in his a stream with the uh, 4 Everybody now the next day is using trying in training session the 433 just to try it okay. out because if he using I want to try why he's using that. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about that. It's the same as if you are saying Ronaldo wearing that shoes. It's like, what mm. the hell? Maybe that's the difference. You know what I mean? I, I have to wear that. And then you can repeat because this is like full bone. Also having been on video games. Each player has his own tactics or his own way to play. So if you want to copy, it's a mistake. You can't to have his formation as a guide to see more or less how to to adapt your formation but you can't copy at all what his movement or his everything you can you can so it, it's people mistakes normally sometimes sometimes i could say
1: yeah okay mm-hmm. um moving on
0: so what would you say is a what do you you potentially struggle with like during the season is there any like challenges mentally that you are faced with as a player would you say
1: yeah, so like yes. we touched on the start of the game, that's like a difficult period, a, sh- a struggling period. Are there any other areas that you like struggle with and have to overcome?
2: Well, normally I have to say, but last two years I've been, I've I've been struggling mentally with not to be so confident of myself, which was my strongest point for always, Um it's like you maybe don't take care of the points where you are so strong and you take care of different kinds of of points where you are weaker. And then you realize you have lost your confidence in your stronger points. And it's like, you have lost all, all yourself at the end. So it was top season for us at the end. Also, I'm a person which I really love to travel and to play offline tournaments. And when you play online, it's everything so cold. You know, I'm the one which is, so pumped to see the, the face of your opponent, seeing that he's struggling against me, <laughs> make him yeah. suffer at the end, and it, it also will me make me suffer. But I I need that motivation, and it was quite difficult for me in the last years, and I'm can't wait to be back to the offline tournaments uh, because because of that, not because it's, I'm the way I'm a how to say I'm Spanish, you know, I'm this kind of person with red blood, which Iron. is so effusive, no, I want to celebrate a goal and want to be you know in this kind of yeah. Environment, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. I've seen clips of you celebrating goals, and my word, you do not hold
2: back when you score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, love we love it. we love that. It's something That's it. natural. It's like yeah. uh, we yeah, are playing football. at maximum, as if you are playing the pitch football. You know, it's the same.
1: <laughs> it makes it entertaining like, as well. Super entertaining. Do you uh, do you communicate a lot to, to your opponents, or like not so much?
2: Uh in game or before? Or? Both now nah, in game nothing we are opponents and the, the good stuff of esports is like uh we all love the same passion on the beating and the football so we normally go to a place to a city around europe or on the wall and you hang out with them you share with them dinners walk around the city but then when they start the tournament they are your enemies no and then yeah. you're looking for be the champ. so but you know, at the end, you are, you are know that people for many, many years, you create relations. Most of them, you could say they are your friends. And one of the best things of esports bring to me is like, you know, people from around the world and who have the same passion as you. So uh, that's so crazy and so good, no, that opened you people and connection with everywhere, no? from everywhere. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned the traveling, that you really enjoy the traveling. Does it, is it difficult sometimes to sort of travel to these different places and to compete or do you adapt to the environment quite quickly and it's okay for you
2: for myself i i, I will take you clearly i mean from when i was when i was a kid i know my days my family wasn't able to to send us from holidays normally it was so difficult and then i found out esports was the way to really travel a lot so <laughs> it was my biggest motivation you no know? normally if you qualify to an official tournament Back in the days and, and nowadays, um, they pay you everything. The flight, accommodation, the food. So are, are totally once-in-a-life opportunity each one of the tournaments. Um, it's like when you go for the first time, it's like, damn, I want more and more and more. I don't care about the money about the prices, but, you know, visit a new city. Uh, go with friends who you, you met for the first time who loves the same things as you, football, e-football. Prove so, okay. so what can else I can say? You know, so it's so so good. Never, I have never had a, a bad experience. I always went perfect. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: It must be amazing. I've re- I've recently got into uh, F one and like watching like how they travel the world. Like that must be pff, unbelievable. Like how often they're switching between countries. It seems like apparently I've listened to a couple of podcasts and then, apparently they have a good time like in between races as well. So. Yeah, it must be unreal to travel the world doing the thing that you love. Um, yeah, hey,
2: you, you, you know how lucky you, you are when you have having this kind of opportunity. So the only way that I face is every year, I face it as, is it the last one? Because it's, eSports career used to be so short nowadays because there are coming more and more people. So the only way of myself is, is like, facing every season as this is the last one so and it's going well thinking like that and i keep thinking like that because you never know it's like Mm. every every championship every trophy is always like your first one you know what i mean and it is like that Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
0: where's your favorite place you visited what country what city
2: uh tokyo i could say yeah oh okay very nice very nice Yeah, so they didn't, yeah. they didn't be in place for gamers i could say yeah, no
1: when you travel do you have like a, um a travel package with like a console maybe that you uh that you take around with you
2: when it was so so young, yes i used to to bring my console air always nowadays no i used to wait more to to the organization to bring me one to, to be more calm <laughs> right. uh yeah stuff like that has changed no? been, uh, thing, thing, thing changed no normally Back in the days, as I say, used to play many many hours the day before. Nowadays, I don't really want. i used to prefer to really chill my mind the day before, not to be really worried at all to the game, and then when okay. the day starts, full full on, on the on the game. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because them travel packages have started to get a lot better in terms of like how that you can carry them around. I, I see a lot of footballers. Uh, people like uh, I support Man United and um, Rashford, Sancho. They carry around like a briefcase that they just open. It's like a, a console. Reddit.
2: This is another level. I, I would like to have one. That's <laughs> yeah. If I have one, maybe I, I will wear with me every travel. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. you will have to get uh, buy to fund you one. Yeah, um, but, to, but you know, to, but
2: what? you know why? I mean, it's like my console is like it's like my baby. So it's like thinking about to wear my PS5 in my in my suitcase. In airport, it's like they would destroy mine, so it's like I can. You know what I mean? So I, like I can. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be Not hand luggage. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Not worth the risk. Have you, have, have um, you always been a
1: PlayStation, or yeah, which one Xbox?
2: And non, oh, from now, with is it's PlayStation? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. But but obviously, then we touched on buying. So how's the experience been at buying? You know, I see, I see on your Instagram. A lot of hanging around with the players. It's well. also <laughs> a picture of Kingsley Coman. Yeah what, what what's this experience been like for you?
2: I mean, honestly, not just with Bayer, even with Barça, um, back in the days with Konami, we made some activation with football players. I was always loving to be professional footballer and I see them as a star, no? And seeing how nowadays they are so close with the gaming, it's so crazy, no, and obviously, but they are next yeah. to them. Uh, you felt like a kid, no? It's like give me a photo, an autograph, or, or whatever you want, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can. I, if you can give me your shirt too, uh, it's perfect, no? But honestly, no, it's so, it's so good. I mean, um, it's like this kind of opportunity to bring to the kid that you have inside you, no? And uh, obviously, it's not been easy really to deal with this year because COVID. I will say, in a different years, uh, we will have many, many more opportunities to really enjoy what it is to represent FC Baia. But obviously, each time we go there, it's crazy. They deal us, they treat us like the stars. No, I mean, see yourself on the website of FC Bayern with the different of team they have. Uh, when you go to the stadium, uh, you know, wear these colors, meet the people from inside the club, which all of them are so professional. And then, obviously, the last travel was so crazy, you know, with Coman. The game was against Barcelona. Ah, uh, come on. I mean, I know I'm mean, so so lucky I am. But it's also the motivation to keep working on. Uh, you know that this opportunity just come if you are between one of the best. And you awesome. are playing for Bayer because you're still being one of the best. So if you stop to being that, you, you will love you will lose your place. So it's always the the mentality to keep pushing, pushing, pushing to because you don't know what is the limit. Yeah, mm-hmm. those,
1: those moments are so nice. Like when when you get an experience like that, you think, whoa, like I, I've made it to a really high level here. Um, I wanted to ask you about obviously Alfonso Davis is quite a, a bit of a gamer himself. Have you had an experience with him yet, or or,
2: or not? No, not really. He has moved to FIFA, so uh, I think uh. he's <laughs> playing FIFA normally every day. But uh, yeah. I would like to. He's you know his character is has to be so fun to meet him one one day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you never know. You never know. Hundred mm-hmm.
0: percent. Is there a rivalry between sort of FIFA and obviously Pez? Like, is that still or EFootball? Is that is there like a sort of rivalry there or
2: in between I mean, the games or what? <laughs> between us not at all but from the outside is always seen like that people is been asking me from always why i have not moved to fifa and i say myself because i keep doing what i love so i see myself really struggling if i move one day in terms of i don't really love the gameplay that i'm playing so when i when you stop to do whatever you love yeah it's tough to 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 best many many hours per day, so it's all mm-hmm. about that.
0: Yeah, we're FIFA boys, so be careful, be careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bad FIFA
1: boys. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, we're, we're terrible.
2: I, I see the I see the river front outside. Obviously, you you always compare. You no, know, this is the easy comparison. You no know, FIFA pass from always. So obviously, I would like to, to be in a good in a better position. But well, we have to wait after Konami moves and do whatever we want. But we have to wait them for everything.
1: so mm-hmm. no, To be fair, a lot of my best gaming moments have been on PES, you know, back in the day when Adriano, like, ah, that game. <laughs> that game Adriano, Ricova, yeah, with yeah, Inter, yeah. Eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. That was an unbelievable game Also, there. you
2: have played PES 6 with the penguins and all kinds of stuff <laughs> that you could use from the store. You could buy with coins in game, the store, not, not paying as now. Yeah, you could yeah, pay yeah. for them and you 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 could play on top of a penguin. <laughs> what's, what's crazy. you have to see crazy, on, on youtube jonathan you have yeah
1: to yeah no i haven't seen
2: that you could have ronaldo play on top of a penguin so all your team and on I penguins what? for example ah it's crazy yeah <laughs> <Was> it, <laughs> could you also
0: could you also dive like in pez or am yeah, i making that up I, I remember a game like that yeah. where you could
1: you, there was like a dive button i don't know if it was uh-huh, pez yeah. or not though
2: I don't remember.
0: I remember playing one game, it was definitely not FIFA. Um no. But yeah. And I, I used to spam it and like get carded every time I do it because it was too obvious. So I think it was yeah. like a
1: game that just came out for one year, it had a dive for it and then never got run back again. <laughs> 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 oh, God. But like we, we talked about uh, Barcelona there, Bayern. What sort of attracted you to go to Bayern from Barca? Uh,
2: basically, uh, the project. At the end, uh, when you are having all these kind of opportunities, uh, myself, I have been always looking for be the champ. So you always look for the roster in terms of players to really be focused, to really have a good deal during the season. Because at the end, uh, the, more, the biggest problematic of this is that you could pass more time with your teammates than with your girlfriend, no? Because you have to be the whole day Communicate with that with, on Discord, training with them, analyzing games. So it's so important to have a good mood between your teammates. Have a even if you have a, a, better, a good relation, it's so important. So I was looking for that point. Bayer gave me that, and the re, the real the results take uh, told by the himself. The first year, just after joining Bayer, we won um it was so so crazy you know, we didn't expect it at all to, to reach that because we're three spaniards in a german team winning the biggest competition so it mm. was so crazy yeah
0: what format do you prefer do you prefer that team format or the 1v1s or
2: honestly it's like from always you love 1v1 but when you start to dedicate time time sorry on 3v3 yeah it's crazy good it's like the emotions the um, you know, the, the tactics between, all we three, how we deal to, you go to the first post, I will go to the second post, and then I will reach from the, from the middle to, to, to score. And this kind of stuff, which is like real football, you could do it in a video game more than in 1v1, uh, because you can move at the same time six players instead of one, two. And this is crazy. I mean, when you take time, because you need to take time to really be used to this mode, you will love it. Yeah,
0: we always do cooperation like co-op seasons yeah. when I go to Ollie's and he always gets angry at me because i keep switching the players, you know, and uh, getting out of them positions and creating uh, yeah. space for the. <laughs> John, oh,
1: sorry, John, I, I John literally, not... John literally will control a defender, sprint forward, get to the next defender, sprint forward. <laughs> Gaps everywhere. Come on, but you have
2: to make make him just to take the strikers, you know, not take yeah, the yeah, defenders. Yeah. I will take them.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent. Whenever we play pro clubs that's what we do yeah. <laughs> Um. But, but I wanted to talk about uh, you mentioned like you spend sometimes more time with your teammates than you do with your girlfriend and family and you mentioned like hopping on Discord a lot how do you find that or are there ever times where uh, you come together in like a camp where you're all in person together which do you prefer? do you prefer being in person or do you prefer like you feel like you can do it well enough on Discord?
2: you know this is a difficult question because it depends each one um there's people it depends the environment depend the relationship you have with your teammates uh, obviously it's so important the boot camps because are so intense days where in three four five days uh everything's so smooth i mean the, the the communication the training sessions uh it's like you could work in three four five days the same as you could work in online in seven ten days so it's really worth it and uh we used to try to, to do a few ones before the competition starts to really prepare, to really analyze, and then to have everything clear. We are used this this and this for the competition, so that that's important. But I also, I guess, because we have a good relation, different kind of teams deal different with this stuff, um, because you know at the end it's a job, no? So it's not easy at all when you have teammates from different countries, different cultures, different habits, I could say to really be connected at 100% you know, it's difficult to find that mm-hmm. I doesn't say if you don't find that you can't win because one thing is when you are working and then in lifestyle or without pest you know
0: mm-hmm. what is the sort of dynamic in those sort of teams is there sort of an IGL someone that makes the plays or that communicates more to the others or is it like a team effort together when you're playing
2: uh, in terms of we we have different kind of roles between us. Or yeah,
0: what do you mean? is that yeah? And you do you have different roles or do you all communicate during the game? Is there one that communicates more like a sort of captain role or not? Not really. Mm,
2: yeah, we have a coach. Uh, we have some main jobs as fine opponents for like to make screens training sessions oh, yeah, yeah. with other different teams, especially pro teams. Uh, then between us, we used to manage all everything because I was we are Spanish. We used to have the the most of the commentary during during the days and then the specific things with the coach um yeah we some we have a we have a captain and then the other players but uh we used to love the what to say we have to split work between between us we are good in different kind of stuff for example i have different kind of friends to look at them for for training so each one of us have different kind of stuff to do and uh answer really common it's like I really we have a i could say really good freedom to how to work with how many hours to to invest in we have not any specific hour for training so we can train by ourselves whatever i want okay. but you have to show it when there's the moment so it's like if it is time competition time and you don't show you are on on a good level they will say alex you have to train more you know what i mean mm-hmm. but you, you have totally freedom on do whatever you want you have your specific uh, training with your team but the rest of the day is by your own if you want to train one v one if you want to analyze games or if you want to be in the training mode whatever
0: sounds like a really cool culture uh put in place there um yeah, yeah yep. in terms of that support system so you've mentioned obviously the coach is there any other sort of support that you receive at bayern for example is there any so an example in traditional sports they have know physical coach a technical coach etc is what sort of support do you have as players at Bayern?
2: Uh, at Bayern, we especially have the psychologists is the main way to that we work with uh back in the days in barça as I, I was living there in the city i was closer with you know the personal trainer uh, nutritionist in case i need i need it uh it's different but especially the, the psychologist is the most common in everything you know, this because as we talked uh, back in, before, no, um, men- the mentality, the, your, how do you deal with the mistake? How do you deal with the when you lose, when you win? That's the more important or, or how do you face your problems and also work for your own life. So mm-hmm. I think if you are a gamer or not, you, it's so important to to have this facility next to you. Obviously, it's not easy. And obviously, I'm so lucky because being a bias is so useful to have them next to us and we use it a lot i i'm a kind of player that i use it i i recognize i have no problem at all yeah at the beginning it was so strange but when i tried like damn this is so good you know
0: (laughs) yeah there is a stigma even in traditional sports surrounding sort of sports psychology and the mental side so yeah i think anyone listening or any players just maybe have a try maybe just sort of educate yourself a bit and and see how it goes um but yeah, it's yeah. That's our sort of goal with this podcast as well. is to sort of destigmatize it, raise more awareness. So, uh, so yeah, it's fantastic that you've had the positive experience with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
1: like esports has come a long way. Sports psychology in esports is is growing a lot more, which is great. Where do you see the future of uh, e football going?
2: How is football going? Uh, first of all, i seen a few in one, two years in having a global competition with all the class partnership with Konami, having their main players playing for them in their countries, having like a like we have in Europe with FIFA World Pro having it globally as a world championship. That was the goal back in the time, but copies came. And I see in a good position the game because now with the free to play, they could make whatever they want, obviously. It's been slowly their the movement of the, until now, but I, I really believe the strategy, if they really make it possible, is so good. And, uh, you know, it was tough back in the day when you had to pay 70 euros to, play, to pay each year the, the game. Uh, and nowadays it's free. Obviously, you can invest if you want or not, but PES is a game that you don't really need to invest at all to have a good team just playing uh, investing hours you will reach a good dream thing which is the mode of our main mode in a few weeks in one two months so it's worth it so i see PES um, coming closer and i see and i expect that the new games which are coming will make PES and uh, Konami stronger that are right now in the moment That so this competitive that we will have in a few years will be so so positive i i, I expect yeah
1: 100 mm-hmm. that that free to play i think is uh is changing the game i feel like uh fortnite had a huge uh impact on that and, and it sort of changed the game for a lot of uh a lot of other esports um i know that like rocket league went from f- being free to you had yeah. to pay for it back to being free now um so it's great that pez are doing that as well i think it will help you know you e- grow it even further for sure
0: mm-hmm.
1: um given obviously the fantastic career you've had do you have any t- tips for like uh, young players wanting to make it at the highest level, uh, like yourself? What, what, what tips would you offer uh, to, uh, to a young player?
2: I will say to make them whatever it takes to keep studying and competing at the same time. They have to push to that. I mean, this is the only way. Obviously, I reached the point in 2017 where I stopped at university to reach my goal. But until that I was studying making everything possible. Nowadays we are seeing young kids starting so early on esports and they require many, many, many time for esports. So but they can't stop your your mandatory studies. They have to do it. They have to do it until the end. Then on university is another different kind of stuff. Maybe they could try or not, but they have to push until the end. And then being consistent um try esports is a wonderful place you know you never know if you are good enough or not to try that maybe you like it maybe you not but try competition have fun um make esports and and a, a, a space on your on your life for
1: sure I, I love that you know telling them to keep studying because that's something I'm trying to promote um, something I've, I've done a lot of research in is obviously athletic identity, having a wider identity outside of just, you know, for example, esports. because as you mentioned throughout the podcast, an esports sports career is, is short and what you do, let's say if you don't get picked on a roster, you're going to need a wider identity because you're going to need to do something else and then when you retire you're going to have to go on to do something else as well so exactly um, it's it's good that you have other interests other than just esports so it's great that you've um, you mentioned that
2: i keep it studying i keep it studying this yeah. is the way I obviously say. you have to find out the time i mean obviously uh, you are risking time that you could be training for sure and uh, but you have to deal with everything you has to, to see yourself with your goal in esports and then your goal in real life. Obviously, the second one is tough. No, was when you are in the in the you know in the school before the universities. Like you, you don't never know where you're gonna finish when you are all thirty years old or something like. But it's so important to really catch where you want to be in a few years. Hundred percent.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that ongoing personal development is is so important. Like throughout whatever you do. Like for me myself, obviously I'm on the I'm trying to be the best sports psychologist I can be. I do a lot of personal development on the side, like reading outside of just sports psychology. Like I've got all these books here that are nothing to do with psychology more <laughs> myself. So it's like, it, it, I feel like that's imperative to, to anyone in any career path uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, obviously we're coming towards the end of the podcast. Um, you've accomplished a lot during your career. What's next for you um, in terms of life, in terms of e football? You
2: know what what's next for you uh next is um, i'm i can't wait to be back competing to really show again i could be one of the best because when you are making for many many years uh it's the m- common one and the one that people expect but it's the most difficult to repeat year by year so be on top again on top of the wall uh try to finish my career i'll be closer to finish my career after the next year uh, all, hopefully to be back with FC FCBIA, I would like to be there from, for forever and, you know, to keep learning, keep developing myself, trying to catch time to really explore different kind of areas, looking uh, for my end of career. I don't see because I did not my myself ending my career, but you never know. So it's like uh, approaching the off-season, this kind of stuff where you have more time to develop yourself, the languages, English, German even. So I I'm I'm looking for that. Obviously there's some different kind of projects working on, but you know, go is life until you having having it, everything done, you can't say nothing. But honestly, I, I see myself doing more stuff than ever and I'm happy on that because uh back in the days I'm seeing myself that esports is so important for me. I want to be there involved in the future. But you know you have to start now to develop yourself for your super for your yeah. for your yeah for the future. So yeah,
1: hundred percent. I'll be uh, I'll be rooting for you now, looking out, and uh, I look forward to supporting by fully fledged, <laughs> fully fledged now.
2: And <laughs> no, I I I, I will say I would like maybe after my degree to to, to be something about psychology. Psychology is, is so cool for me because it's the thing that will make me the player that I am. Not that because seeing myself. So strong compared with the rest back in the days I wasn't yeah. the most talented player I could say but mentally was one of the stronger so that was made me be one of the best year by year so I'm super curious to to learn on that way yeah yeah
1: 100 we, we'll, we'll stay in touch and like any questions like feel free to to ask us and all right. We're more than happy to converse for sure but no thanks so much for uh coming on we really appreciate it i know that we're coming up to a busy period you've had a busy week so um we, we appreciate you spending some time with us to talk it's been so valuable to uh to, to a lot of esports listeners as well the young kids you know growing up to to want to become that um you've you've offered a lot of value there so thanks so much um but yeah no uh i I haven't done this in ages (laughs) the anxiety yeah yeah uh but no we hope you enjoyed this episode if you please share it with your friends or someone you feel will benefit from it most importantly like subscribe comment down below any questions or guests you'd like us to get on in the future also, go follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Links will be in the description of the YouTube video or find us at Master in the Mind podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next one.